you're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. And oh my God, do I have a treat for you. So this one is going to be specifically for my network marketing leaders, but really for anyone who wants to learn how to grow on the gram and leverage your leadership to be able to gain more influence in the social media sphere. Today, I am joined by my friend, Determined Molly, who is an Instagram coach for network marketing leaders who teaches you how to consistently sell not just your product, but also your business opportunity on Instagram with ease and in a way that doesn't feel gross and salesy. All right, so Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. I personally am excited to learn from you, and I know that the audience of this podcast is going to get so much information from our conversation today. So we kind of went through your technical professional bio, but tell me more about you. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. Um, A little about me. I have been working in Instagram marketing for almost eight years now. I would say over eight years, but professionally eight years. And it all started with a cool job I had in Connecticut targeting seven to 17 year olds. And they were all on Instagram at the time. And so um, I took my skills there and I wanted to be self-employed. I always knew that. And I have just been rolling with it since then. Um, adapting as things go on, life things like moving across the country a couple times and getting divorced and just learning to figure out who I am as a person and what I want from my business and my life. And this is it. I love teaching women about Instagram and how to use Instagram to reach their big goals while I reach my big goals with Instagram. And that's really just how it all works. (laughs) That's the background of it. All right. So I guess what does it take to be an expert in the field of, of Instagram or social media in general, because I feel like everything changes daily. I mean, if I opened up Instagram right now, I would probably see there's that post floating around right now about the four ways to engage. And I've seen like three different versions of it. So how do you know what's true? Like, how am I, is saving better? Is liking better? Is commenting? Like what, how do you do this? Uh, What I would say is, To be an expert on any platform or in anything in life, it's continual study, continual education. And that's why I just focus on Instagram. I have people come to me, well, can you help me with my Facebook strategy? And can you help me with Pinterest? And can you help me with Twitter and TikTok and all the things? And yes, I can. And I love all the apps. Eh, Maybe not Twitter. I love all the rest of them. Um, And I can help you with all of them and have background in all of them. 
but I have devoted the last several years of my life to just learning Instagram and sticking with one thing, because like you said, it does change every day and one app and even not even the full app, but part of one app is a full-time job just learning about it. I focus only on organic growth. So if you ask me about paid strategies on Instagram, I can tell you a little bit, but I do not, I will send you somewhere else. I'm not going to claim to be an expert in promoting and all of that, but organic reach, I can absolutely help you with. Um, I think it's just about staying on top reading, you know, Instagram does send out information when they change features and add features. And so read what they give you. It's pretty limited, but that is direct from the source and the rest of it is really just trial and error. So that's why I focus in working with brick and mortars. That was how this all began, brick and mortars and location-based businesses. And now since COVID, I've transitioned into working with female entrepreneurs who are building big businesses on Instagram, social businesses that are more about helping women be who they can be. Um, that's what I focus on because like I said, you can just, you can go wild in one arena and spend your entire time trying to figure that out. And so that's what I do. I run lots of tests and that is the area I can help you in the most. All right. So when you say organic growth or organic reach, can you define that for me and for the listeners? Like, what does that mean? So organic reach is the number of accounts or the number of people you can reach without putting any money behind your posts. This is just unpaid. Anyone can do it. You can hop on your phone and do it today. We're not spending any money to reach these people. Okay. And do you have like target metrics that you want to hit or is it different for every person? I guess what does what would a good reach be for an online entrepreneur? This is going to be a little bit different for every person, but it's based around percentages. So your posts, the main way that you're going to reach people on Instagram is through your hashtags. And generally, you're not going to see your hashtags reach any more than four times the number of your current followers. So if you're looking for a cap, that's kind of the cap. But the thing to note is that this is a number that builds over time. So if you're just starting with your hashtag strategy, you're not going to be hitting four times your number of followers today. Now, if it's a reel, that might explode and you there's pretty much no limit to how many people can see that. But a regular static post or a carousel or a video generally is the maximum people you can reach is four times your number of followers. Unless you have a really small follower count and then you could reach a few thousand. Um, but again, that is going to build over time. And of that number of people that you reach, you want 70% of them to be non-followers. The goal, I mean, generally all of the people you reach with hashtags will be non-followers, but the goal is that 70% of the people seeing our content every day are new people because you need to be bringing in new eyes to gain new followers and customers and clients. Wow. So that right there automatically hits because I look at my metrics and I see nowhere near that 70% mark. So as what are some things that people can do to grow that reach? Like if you're sitting there thinking, I've got really good content, but 80% of the eyes on it are people who are already following me, who are my best friends and my mom. Like what can, what can we do? <laughs> Um, the first thing I would suggest is just looking at the time of day that you post. 
I'm going to kind of go in order of issues we could cover. The time of day you post. So if you're posting at 6 a.m. because it does get really good engagement, just know that you're only going to be reaching your current followers or the majority of the people you reach will be your current followers because at 6 a.m. people, they are waking up and scrolling and liking, but they're not, their brain isn't functioning enough yet for them to be searching for actual information that they're on the hunt for on Instagram. So they're not playing around in hashtags yet. They're just scrolling at whatever new has accumulated in their feed overnight. So start there if you want to reach some people besides your current followers. The second thing to really focus on is going to be your hashtags. Hashtags are the main way to be found on Instagram. You get 30 of them, use all 30. Now, obviously we want to be strategic with which 30 hashtags we use, but if you're just getting started, any hashtag is better than no hashtag. So start there. Um, But if you have some time, really look into it and figure out which hashtags describe your content, which hashtags describe you and the service you provide, and which hashtags describe your target audience. That's a good place to start. If you have a brick and mortar business or a location-based business, then all of your hashtags should have a location in them. And then from there, don't forget about tagging people in your content. And when I say that, I mean directly on the image, not just in the caption or in the comments. Because when you tag people, that sends it to them and they might share it to their audience. If you can get one person who you know is going to really like this piece of information that you're sharing to reshare it to their audience, you've just leveraged their entire audience. That could be 2,000 people who have never heard of you before. If you hit a big person and you get a someone with a large following to share your content. That could be thousands and thousands and thousands of new people who funnel into your page. Wow. Okay. So I guess what tips would you have if somebody is struggling with figuring out how to create that killer content? My number one piece of advice, if you're trying to figure out how to make killer content is to use your own voice. Okay. What do you mean by that? and quotes are really powerful on Instagram, but people are tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. So if you can put your spin on it and make it sound like it's from you and not from 42 different image graphics that they've already seen this week, that's going to give you the best chance. Um, I know one of my clients, She, w- we were just having a conversation one day and she's trying to talk about um, how she shows up professionally And always seems so put together, even though life is kind of crazy because she's a mom and she has kids and the husband and all the things like most of us do. Um, And she said, you know, people always ask me how I keep my ducks in a row. And my response was, I don't even have ducks. I have monkeys. This is a circus. (laughs) You know, and so we, we made a graphic around that and using her own language to just make people be able to relate to her more. It's saying the same thing, but it's in her words. And so it feels less scripted, less copy and pasted. And it gives people an idea of who she is. Oh, that is, now that you bring that up, that's one of my biggest pet peeves and something that when I was in network marketing, I was absolutely guilty of was seeing someone, whether it was in my network marketing business or someone else's business, who either to their stories or to their feed had a really good post I would take that, and this is so embarrassing, I would take that and I would verbatim copy and paste it into my feed and then sit there and wonder why her post got 700 likes and mine got seven likes. Exactly. 
And just be careful. If you do want to do the copy and paste strategy, be careful. The algorithm knows what content has been reused and that is going to hurt you. Um, but always put your spin on it if you can. And sometimes it's just a matter of having a conversation with someone and letting them tell you what hit them. Mm. A lot of our quotes that we put on my client's content just comes from notes that I take while I'm talking to them. Because I think it's just like writing an app on a dating profile. We're always our worst critic. We never know what to say about ourselves. You let someone else do it. They know they sometimes they know what makes you you more than you do. Interesting. So can we talk about the algorithm a little bit? Of course. Because I feel like people, um, and again, my hands up, guilty as charged, um, people hate on the algorithm and blame the algorithm for whether it's a lack of reach or a lack of eyes on or a lack of engagement. But in terms that someone who doesn't study this every day could understand what the heck is the algorithm and like, what does it do? Is it there just to hate us? (laughs) So the algorithm is this big mythical scary creature that everyone is trying to figure out. Um, what I would say, there are only two things you need to know about the algorithm. One, and they're not even about the algorithm. Let's stop calling it that. There are two things you need to know about Instagram. One, it has a lot of features and Instagram wants you to use those features. The more of those features you use, the more it will reward you. So make sure that you're adding all the elements to a post that you can. You're giving it a location. You're writing a caption you're giving it some hashtags, you're tagging people in it, and that you're using the the new features that they give you like reels. You want to play around with all of it and you want to show up on your stories consistently. That's number one. The second thing to know is that it's always about content that people share. You did mention that there's the graphic going around now saying that the algorithm has changed and that what it values has changed. That's not true. What it has valued is, or what it values has always been the exact same. It wants people to share your content. That tells it that people like your content and that more people need to see it. And therefore, Instagram pushes that content to more people until the people stop liking it. This has always been the case. Someone just in the last few weeks came up with a cool graphic that explained it really easily. That's all that happened. So two things to know. It's not really the algorithm. Let's call it Instagram. It's Instagram. Use the features and it will reward you. Two, provide quality content that people want and that people interact with and it will reward you more. Okay. So we're using all of the features of Instagram, right? So if I have, for example, like a story that I tag people in that gets shared a lot, does that push people to my stories? Does that push people to my profile? Does that not push people anywhere? I guess what, is there one feature that's more uh, useful or more, I don't want to say pushy, but helpful than the others? I would say generally the feature that is going to be the most useful to you at any time is the newest feature that's been released. So right now that would be reels, right? But right now that would be reels. There's a lot of hype right now also about carousels. Okay. And for some people, they may work. I have been testing carousels for about six weeks now. For all of my clients, it is the worst performing feature you could use. And by carousel, you just mean those 
static feed posts with multiple you have to like scroll through the slides right correct okay so and it's just not working for some people and working for others across the board with every account i've looked at they're just not working and by not working i mean that is getting the lowest engagement out of all the features that those clients use i wonder why that is because i remember just in the fall, like carousels were the big thing. But I guess that was right around the time when reels started really popping too. You know, I, I don't know why anything catches on and the others don't. <laughs> I just tell you the trends I see and how I would move around them accordingly. Okay. I know that Instagram is your wheelhouse, but can we discuss a little bit about this TikTok versus Reels throwdown that's happening right now. Absolutely. Is there one platform that's better than the others? I guess, first of all, Reels versus TikTok. And then should we be using the same content in both places? I am a big fan of working smarter, not harder. Um, And my take on it is create your Reels in TikTok and then re-upload them to Instagram as reels. And the reason I say this is because it's so much easier to go viral on TikTok than on Instagram these days. It has the split feed. It's pushing you out to the people who want to see you without you trying or them trying to see you at all. Instagram doesn't have that feature anymore. Um, So it's a lot easier to go viral on TikTok. And while going viral might not be the goal, maybe it is to you. It depends on what your goal is. I would think the goal is to grow an engaged audience and with the possibility of going viral on TikTok, it's just easier for you to do that there. I would, the reason that I, I lean towards this method is because you can build two audiences at the same time with the same piece of content. It's just working like I said, smarter, not harder. Now, whether you decide to leverage that audience on TikTok or ends up being the audience that you want, that's a whole nother story. That's up to you later on. But wouldn't it be cool to use one piece of information and reach a whole new group of people who you might not have had the opportunity to reach on Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. So does that mean then that if we're growing huge followings on TikTok... Does that mean we need to figure out a way to take our static feed content from Instagram and put it onto TikTok so that we're reaching the same audience or that different audience with the same message? I wouldn't necessarily worry about that. TikTok is a video platform. They're there for videos, whereas your static posts on Instagram, they're not videos. I've tried it a little bit actually, and I don't. I personally don't think it works. I think that you can definitely take content from a TikTok and make it into a reel or a static post where you write a cool caption. I don't know that it works the other way around, but I think any any content can be repurposed for any type of post you want it to be. So maybe you have content on your Instagram feed that you still think is valuable content. And now you're just going to reform it into a video or a TikTok and deliver it over there. Absolutely do that. 
I guess, is there anything legitimate about this argument that there's two completely different demographics on the apps? Uh, case in point right now, if I go on TikTok, my side part and skinny jeans seem to get made fun of left and right. Whereas if I'm on Instagram, um, it's a bunch of 30-somethings with side parts and skinny jeans telling the TikTok teens that you can't take these away from us. <laughs> I think that completely depends on your search history. If you want to change what is showing up in your feed on TikTok and and change who is seeing your content, just do some work on your hashtags on TikTok. Go on when you go on TikTok instead of just scrolling your for you page, be deliberate, go to the search page and type in the content that you want to see and watch mm-hmm. that. And it will only take a few days. The content in your For You page feed will be all about what you've been searching. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, maybe I'm going to have to try that because this skinny jean wearing mama is never getting rid of her side part. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a funny piece of information that's going around and that people are our age are engaging with and commenting on. So you're going to see some of it. But if you want your feed to be on a different topic, you can absolutely make that happen. Okay. So if I can make that happen for me, other people can make that happen as well, presumably, right? So if your Instagram or your TikTok feed, whatever, is not content that is interesting to you, the number one way to fix that would be what? Start searching what you want to see. And then when you see a video that you don't want to see, you can hold down your finger on the screen and tell it you don't want to see this type of content. That's an option. You can tell it you don't want to see more of this. And it won't show you more. On TikTok or on Instagram? On TikTok. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of time on TikTok, so I'm going to go have to uh, experiment a little bit more. I don't have a television, so that's where I get my, my entertainment at night. <laughs> I spend too much time on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and you are, you're hilarious on TikTok. Every time I do log on to TikTok, I make sure I watch your videos. You have some some really great uh they're they're pretty funny, but I I will say to what we were just talking about, you have to be very specific with your hashtags on TikTok for your content to land in front of who you want it to land in front of. Just like you have to be on Instagram. But just you, you got to just pay a little bit more attention to it over on TikTok. Um what you're referencing is my account that's all about bad dating experiences. Yes. And it's hilarious, <laughs> but it's not exactly what I was hoping to achieve on TikTok. So now I have a second account, which is all business. And the day I created it, I went through and I went to the hashtags and typed in like online entrepreneurs, um, fempreneur, women in business, women who lead, all of that kind of stuff. And if I switch over to that account, all I see 100% of the content that is shown to me is business related. That's it. Um, Hmm. So play around with it and just figure out what corner of TikTok you want to be in. And maybe that's a couple corners. You know, I'm still not opposed to bread making TikTok or the lady who folds laundry. Love her Um, (laughs) because I don't want to do laundry and she motivates me. But um, you can definitely get away from from the middle versus side hair part conversation. Fair enough. Okay. So you have given us so much information in the last 20 minutes, but I know 
that you have more. So tell me what you're working on right now so that my audience can go follow you and get even more incredible social media info from you. Absolutely. So right now I'm working on an eight week course for network marketing leaders to grow on the gram. That's what it's called. And everything in my brand starts with determined. So it's determined to grow on the gram. And we have three goals. It's to help leaders in network marketing master the platform. So you're going to come out of this learning all the functions that you need to know to use the app where big business is happening. You're going to learn all the features. You're going to learn reels. You're going to learn stories. You're going to learn how to take a poll. All the things, you're going to learn that. That's our first goal. The second goal is to gain confidence in your voice on Instagram so that you have women responding to everything you're posting saying, hey girl, I need that. Whether they're talking about the product you're selling or the business opportunity itself. And then the third goal is to create a clear visibility plan that you can execute daily so that your content is getting in front of your target audience and you're being seen by the people who are actually going to convert into customers. Yes. And I, program aside, I love following your account too. So this past week, you showed up in stories every day holding this cup of coffee, right? This like iced coffee thing. And you were just drinking your coffee every day, talking about the dogs or whatever it was you were talking about. And I think I DM'd you from your stories two or three times, like, What is that coffee? What are you drinking? How do I make that? Where is it from? And then you actually did a post on this saying how overwhelming the response was about this coffee. And nobody even realized that this is is a side hustle for you. (laughs) Correct. So So when you go to my account, there's lots of freebies happening. There are lots of – there's almost always some kind of challenge going on that you can join – And the biggest part of what you're going to see on my account is that I just test strategies. That is my job. I love testing. I love the numbers. I love figuring out what's going to work for you, right? So we've we've decided that the algorithm is not this big, scary thing. It's just Instagram. And we just need to know how Instagram is going to work best for the industry that we're in. That's what I spend my days doing. And so since I work mostly with network marketers right now or online coaches, Um, I test out the strategies too. So what you're talking about is, yes, I had this cup of coffee. I make iced coffee every morning, no matter how cold it is outside. And I just showed up with my cup of coffee every morning for four days straight. I mean, every day, but at the time it was four days in a row. And I actually, I, I actually called people hoes by accident because my new saying, since I've moved to Texas is like, howdy. And I've been working on it. So I showed up with my cup of coffee and I'm like, howdy, Howdy, ho, hoes. No, no, no. Howdy, hi. We're going to go with howdy, hi. That's what we're saying. <laughs> howdy, hi. Um, and anyways, I did this for four days. I only made that mistake one day. But I showed up with the coffee for four days and just said, howdy, good morning. That was the bulk of the content. That was it. And in those four days, I had 26 people ask me about the coffee. 26 people send me a message, start a conversation with me about my coffee. I never once said that that coffee is a network marketing product. I never once said that I was selling coffee. I never once said to anyone that that was something I did. Um, Nothing. Nothing was ever mentioned about the coffee. It was just in my hand. I never mentioned it. It was just in my hand. And 26 people asked me about it. Are they all going to convert into customers? No. 
But the goal is to get people asking you about your products so that it doesn't, it doesn't feel to them like you're forcing products on them. And that's so good. And I think that is like the number one thing, the number one mistake that I see network marketers and that I made as well on Instagram when I was in network marketing is look at this product. Do you want to buy this product? Sell it here. This, here's this product, right? And we don't, we don't do the, the subconscious thing. Because we're afraid that if we don't be out front about it, nobody's going to notice. But you proved this last week that they absolutely do. Right. I always, you know, depending on what your goal is, there's different tactics for selling a product. There is a time and a place for hard sales on Instagram, particularly during the holiday season. If there's a sale going on, if there's some kind of special, a discount, push some hard sales, but we're not here to hard sell every day. We just want to be people. People buy from people. They like what you're using because they like you and they will ask you about it. And that by the time they've asked you what the product is you're using, they're 75% committed. They want it. All you have to do is tell them and then send them a link. I love that. I love that. And I think that if the audience takes away one thing from the podcast episode today, that that would be it. People aren't buying your product from your company. They're buying your product from you. Because if you are in a network marketing company, there are thousands of other women in that same network marketing company. So what sets you apart? Right. Hundreds of thousands of women, maybe even millions of women. Who knows, depending on which company it is. Um, The only thing that sets you apart, whether you are selling the product or you are selling the business opportunity, is you. People can buy that product from anyone for the exact same price. You're not, you can't give them a discount, really. Maybe you can, but in most cases you can't. So the price isn't changing. And they can join anyone's team to be in that company. But why should they go with you? And the only way that they're going to figure out why they should go with you is if they get to know who you are as a person, not who you are as a salesperson. Oh, I love that. Molly, thank you so much for joining me today. I think that obviously this is all incredible information. And if you are in network marketing or if you are in the online coaching space or heck, if you just want to be able to leverage your leadership on Instagram to be able to reach more people, you need to go follow Molly right now. She's at Determined Molly. Um, Like I said, she drops stuff every day. Tips, tricks, funny Instagram stories, adorable pictures of her four-legged fur children. Like Molly, thank you so much for coming on today. I can't wait to see how this impacts everyone's businesses. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, friend, I hope this information served you. I know so many people out there, either in network marketing businesses or in this online entrepreneurial space that could really benefit from having someone like Molly in their life to help them learn and grow their social media so you can expand your influence, expand your reach, expand your business, and really at the end of the day, expand your message. So if you are interested in learning more about Grow on the Gram, head over to Molly's Instagram page. Again, she's at Determined Molly, and let her know that you heard her episode on the Beyond Leadership podcast. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.